Julian Edlow here for DraftKings. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Conference tournaments, Final Four, to win it all, you name it, it's all available on the DK Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code ROSS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort located in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 160 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Oh, oh, oh yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is our final power rankings for the 2022 NFL season. We don't do them moving forward on Tuesdays until the Super Bowl. We'll get to some of your email questions, which is always fun. So please send them in, ross at rostucker.com. And of course, take advantage of some of our sponsors like West Shore Home and Peloton and Rocket Money and First Leaf or any of the ones that you see over on the sponsor page at rostucker.com when you do. Then you go to the front of the line, and I can almost guarantee that you'll get your email question heard over the next couple weeks or so. So this is where your team ends up in the final regular season power rings. We don't do playoff power rings because obviously more than half the teams are done. We will have a new spread the word winner on Friday. I told you guys, Ross Tucker Pod on Facebook. It's new. It's the newest thing we got going. There's a Ross Tucker pod account on Facebook where we're posting some of the best highlight clips of all of the shows. And today's a busy day because we've got the college draft podcast as well as the even money podcast that we're recording this morning. So please follow that and get a great chance to be the spread the word winner. We'll have a sponsor confirmation email winner this week. So many good ones. I mean, the Peloton's a free trial. West Shore is a free consultation. These are very rocket money. You're just getting the app on your phone. I mean, these are very easy sponsors to take advantage of without actually spending any money. And then you just email me, Ross at RossTucker.com. First Leaf as well. You know I love the YouTube shout out. Uh, we got a couple yesterday, actually, which is good. Go ahead. Go to YouTube.com slash NFL. Subscribe and then... In a comment, just say, looking for the shout-out, Ross. I, like, I want to do videos for you guys. It takes me 45 seconds to do a video for you, and it's something very cool for you or your family or your buddies in your fantasy league or whatever. We are presented by DraftKings, and it is Big Show. It's time for the Big Show. The Big Show. All right, Ross. Big day in football yesterday, Black Monday across the NFL, and then we had the national championship as well between Georgia and TCU. What were your thoughts on both? Well, I'll talk more about the national championship on the College Draft podcast, which I'm going to record pretty early this morning as well, 
with Emery Hunt. We're trying to get these up, by the way, earlier on days when we can. So recording this at 6.10 a.m. Eastern this morning so that more of you have it on your morning commute. If that's helpful, we appreciate you letting us know. You know, we're always trying things to try to make it a little bit better, a little bit more helpful for you guys. So certainly let us know that because we like that. So we'll talk more about the national championship. Just very disappointing. Just a a major bummer. Um, I can't say I was shocked, but Georgia just totally blew TCU out of the water. Georgia obviously has better players, and they were much more used to clearly being in that type of environment. I don't think they played their best game against Ohio State, so they kind of took it out on TCU. And TCU had had an amazing run, including surprising a lot of people by beating Michigan. But I don't know. What was the final score? I think it was like 65-7 to that um, Georgia won, which is disappointing for everybody involved. I mean, not, not disappointing for Georgia or Georgia fans, but pretty much anybody else wants to see a close game. Or I kind of wanted to see the, uh, the big underdog TCU pull it off. I didn't think they had a great chance to do it, but I more than anything, I just wanted to see a close game. So that was a bummer. Emery and I will get into sort of, you know, some of the players and what they showed in the game, as well as we're really diving into the college prospects now for the NFL, I guess NFL prospects now. I mean, for 18 of your teams, it's draft time. So hopefully a lot of you start to listen or watch the College Draft podcast because we're trying to get you ready for how your team's going to get better for next year. In terms of the Black Monday, not that many moves so far, really. I mean, the Arizona Cardinals fired Cliff Kingsbury, which was the biggest news. It's not that shocking that Cliff Kingsbury was fired. You know, they had an awful year, and there were rumblings about this. I think the real thing that jumps out to me about Kingsbury being fired is why are so many owners so often in a hurry to give these guys contract extensions? Like Michael Bidwell, the Cardinals owner, did last year with Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Keim. I kind of get it in college a little bit, right? Because it can be used against you in recruiting. He's only under contract for... Two more years, he's probably not going to be there, as if that means anything. These guys just leave whenever they want anyway. But in the pros, when's the last time a team was put in a bad spot because they didn't have their head coach under contract or their head coach became a free agent? These teams unnecessarily extend their coaches all the time, and I sure don't get it. Maybe I'm missing something, but it happens all the time where they give these guys these extensions and these long contracts, and then they got to fire them before you know it. And now Kingsbury can just chill till 2027 if he wanted to. Four years and just make millions of dollars a year from the Arizona Cardinals. I, I don't understand why the Cardinals felt compelled or the need to do that or any team for that matter that that's my big takeaway from Kingsbury being fired is these unnecessary extensions 
over and over and over. I, I don't get it. Uh, Steve Keim is officially leaving the team as well. He has uh, he has resigned, but I think as soon as he left the team, had to leave of absence for uh, health reasons. I think we knew that that was happening. Uh, other than that, there was no other head coaching news, which doesn't mean there won't be. But there, you know, we knew Lovey Smith got fired Sunday night, and we talked about that yesterday. Even Joe Woods being fired, the defensive coordinator for the Browns, Jack and I touched on briefly yesterday um, when we were going through the games. But that doesn't surprise me. Um, the the Browns' defense was just a disaster at times. I mean, sometimes they'd get run over. Sometimes the DBs would look at each other and not know who was supposed to be covering who. It was a bad look. A little surprised that Mike Vrabel fired Offensive coordinator Todd Downing among four coaches. That surprised me a little bit. Tannehill was so banged up. You know, Malik Willis was not ready. I don't know. Kind of felt like he did a decent job with Josh Dobbs, I thought. And then Dean Pease retired from the Falcons at age 73. Not entirely shocked about that one. Um, I am shocked that some of you still have not checked out Peloton. This is the time of year, right? I mean, a lot of people, New Year's resolutions, they want to get in better shape. Let's do it. Why not? You know about treadmill and um, Peloton and the bikes. A lot of people love the bikes. They also have treadmills, which is what my wife has. And I love the classes. The key, though, for anybody that's looking to get involved, there's a reason why you see so many guys on social media Booger and Dan Orlovsky and everybody tweeting about Peloton, it's because it works. It's because it's motivating. The instructors are awesome. The variety and diversity of the different classes really, really helps. The music is incredible. It's probably my wife's favorite thing. You don't have to be like some crazy athlete. Whatever your thing is, you can do with Peloton. What, you want to do a 12-minute walk? Do that. You want to do a 60-minute butt-kicking bike ride? You can do that. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. That's onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. It's time for the all-important power rankings. The worst team in the history of the NFL is... Number 32 is the Indianapolis Colts. So I guess this is this is why they play the games, right? Who would have thought before the year that at the end of the season, the worst team in the NFL in my power rankings, would be the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, they just have way too many good players to be there. Just a disaster of a season. And nobody really knows what Ursay is going to do moving forward. That position head coach is obviously already open, and I think we're all very curious to see what ends up happening there. For reference, you had the Colts at 12 to start the, the season at week one. And we'll move forward to 31 with the Arizona Cardinals. Are you just trying to be interesting, Jack, or are you trying to make me look bad? 
Interesting. Yeah, it's an it's the end of the year. You gotta see where you started, where you ended. I feel like it's no. nice for any team to have a big leap or fall. No, you're right. I'm just busting your chops, dude. Um, I like that. I like when you make it conversational and you bring up like an interesting I didn't know I had him twelve. And I don't I'm not mad about that. I, I thought twelve was reasonable. Cardinals you know, it's interesting that the two worst teams in my power rankings are two teams that, you know, both had winning records last year. You know, it just goes to show you how much you can drop off. And both have really uh, accomplished quarterbacks, certainly Matt Ryan, but to a lesser extent, Kyler Murray, who, by the way, Michael Bidwell said will be involved in the selection of the head coach, which is interesting. Number 30 is Chicago Bears. Duh, Bears. I think the Bears, if they had played things a little bit differently, probably would have won a couple more games. But they got banged up, and they kind of saw what they wanted to see from Justin Fields, and it felt like they didn't really, after that, you know, do everything they could to, to win all the rest of those games. Number 29 is the Houston Texans. Texans go out with a win. Um, and not just without with a win, they they were competitive the last month of the season. I mean, they they won a couple games. They were right there in some others against like the Chiefs and good teams. So they certainly finished the season better than some of these other teams. Number twenty eight is the Denver Broncos. They moved up a couple spots. That was a big win for them against the Chargers and. Russell Wilson looked the best he had all year. So the Broncos moving up the chart. I don't know if that makes anybody feel any better. I guess if you're a Broncos fan, it should give you a little bit more hope going into next year. For reference, you had the Broncos at nine to start your season as well. I was high on them. I I thought they would be really good. Number 27, Cleveland Browns. We already talked about them firing their defensive coordinator. They got to get better on that side of the ball, and they need Deshaun Watson to play much better. I mean, it's pretty, pretty clear where the Browns have to improve, specifically D tackle. I think a lot, um, just schematically on defense, and then Deshaun Watson's got to be worth the money. Number twenty-six is Los Angeles Rams. Very disappointing season there. I guess we are all on Sean McVay watch at this point. Unlike some of these other teams, though, it felt like the Rams just had more than their fair share of injuries. And it also feels like the Rams, I think McVay is going to step away at this point. And there'll be all kinds of stuff out there about, you know, he's burnt out and needs time away and all that stuff. To me, it just feels like on some level, when the going gets tough, Sean McVay is getting going, realizing it's not it's not a great situation there anymore. And that's fine. I'm not I'm not saying he should stay, but Sean Payton kind of knew with Drew Brees being gone that wasn't gonna be real good in New Orleans. You know, it was gonna be an uphill battle in New Orleans. So he got out. I think McVay knows it's gonna be an uphill battle with the Rams. He's getting out. You had the Rams at three to start season. They were the biggest drop, following 23 spots. And we will move forward to number 25, Las Vegas Raiders. Very disappointing. Where did I start them out? The Raiders started 14 for you. Yeah, very disappointing. 
Um, the sample size so far is not great for Josh McDaniels. I like Josh personally. Hope it goes well for him next year. Hope it goes well for Raiders fans next year. But now the Raiders go into the offseason with total uncertainty at quarterback. Feels like a spot for Jimmy G or Brady. We'll see. Number 24 is the New York Jets. A lot of people think Jimmy G might end up being with the Jets because Robert Sala, the head coach, Mike LaFleur, the OC, both were in San Francisco before they came over to the Jets. So a lot of people feeling like that might be the case with Jimmy G in New York. That'd be interesting. Number 23 is the Atlanta Falcons. Can you even imagine, by the way, like the the marketing stuff and Jimmy G with his looks in New York? He should do that. He should do that just for like endorsement dollars and stuff. Falcons are one of the opposite teams. Falcons are one of the teams that surprised us positively. So kudos to the Falcons. Most people, myself included, thought they'd be one of the worst teams in the NFL. Matt Ryan had like $40 million of dead cap money. He left in his wake, and yet, here we go, the Falcons finding a way to win seven ballgames. That's that's coaching. I mean, they did it with a lot of young guys, too. Arthur Smith, I think, deserves more credit than he's getting for the job he did. Number 22 is New Orleans Saints. I think people thought they'd be better, but if you remember, Saints fans got really mad at me. I said, you know... I think they're like a 500 team and Saints fans laughed at me and laughed and laughed and no, you're such a moron. Yeah, I guess I was a moron because you're not a 500 team. You're seven and 10. Number 21 is Carolina Panthers. And this is about where I thought the Panthers would end up. They tur- they certainly took a circ. Oh my gosh. This is going to be tough to say this early in the morning. Circuitous route to get there. It's a real word, Jack. Look it up. Circuitous. It took a circuitous route to get there, did the Panthers, but they got there to 7-10 and 10 ultimately. And, and that's another job that's open that Steve Wilkes might get. Number 20 is the Tennessee Titans. We already talked about them making some changes there. I, they still had a great chance to win that division. I mean, look at that. They're 20th in my power ranking. Still had a great chance to win that game Saturday night, man. Number 19 is Washington Commanders. I think the commanders probably ended up right where we thought they'd be eight, eight and one hard to be 500 in a 17 game slate. Jack, it is not easy to finish 500. I don't even remember who they tied giants. Oh, the giants. Yeah. Hard to be 500 in a 17 game slate. Give Ron Rivera credit. It's not easy to do. Number 18 is Miami dolphins, Miami dolphins, Miami dolphins, Miami dolphins in the playoffs. Yes, they are. The 18th ranked team is in the playoffs, and I'm doing their game. So all my peeps up in Buffalo, get fired up. I'm coming up. Your boy's coming home. Sunday at 1, Dolphins at the Bills. We don't have any idea who the quarterback will be for the Dolphins. Could be any one of three guys. It doesn't happen very often. You know, I think their defense has done some good things. Christian Wilkins is amazing. Uh, but now they got Raheem Mostert with a broken thumb. That kills them. He was their best offensive player on Sunday. They got to figure out a way for him to play with the other arm or something. I don't know. 
Number 17 is New England Patriots. Another year without a playoff victory for Bill Belichick without Tom Brady. Eight and nine, probably about what I thought. I think I probably thought the Patriots would win nine games. Uh, maybe 10, but they're they're a 500 team. I mean, they've kind of proven that the last three years now. Number 16, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So the Bucs, the way the Cowboys played the other day, I feel like the Bucs have a chance to win a playoff game. I mean, that Monday night game is going to be very, very intriguing between the Bucs and the Cowboys. does feel like the Bucs played a little bit better down the stretch. They're still the underdog against the Cowboys, but I, I'll give them a chance. Number 15 is the Seattle Seahawks. They got to be the, the, the biggest surprise, right? Up there with the Falcons. Where did I have them at the start of the year? Seahawks were 30th to start your year. Wow. Kud- that, that is kudos to Pete Carroll. I, I honestly like, you know who else thought this was a total rebuild year for them? Seahawks fans. Seahawks fans, after the Russell Wilson trade, were like, yeah, it's no big deal. We're going to be bad this year, then draft our quarterback. We'll be right back to being good the next year. And I was laughing because it's not that easy. What if you can't draft the right quarterback? Well, they don't. They didn't need to. They already have a good one in Geno Smith. But now he's a free agent. Now you got to pay up. Number fourteen is the Green Bay Packers. I think I may have said this yesterday. I'd be surprised if Aaron Rodgers doesn't come back. He doesn't want to go out that way. His legacy is very important to him. The young wide receivers, especially Watson, really started to show up towards the end of the year. So they'd have hope for a good season next year. And he's guaranteed $60 million. People don't walk away from that. Who's the last guy that walked away from a guaranteed $60 million for five months of work? Number 13 is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Excellent job by Doug Peterson. Deserves a ton of credit. That'll be one of the more entertaining playoff games Saturday night, actually. Chargers at the Jags. I'm looking forward to that. Number 12 is Pittsburgh Steelers. Unreal. I don't know where. Oh, I, I had them early in the season really low. I don't know where I started them out week one. You had them at 20 at week one. Yeah, just really impressive organization. Their their commitment, I, I feel like I say it all the time, but just very impressed by what the Steelers do year in and year out. Yet another winning season, another unrelenting season in the pursuit of victory for their fans you know what else is awesome rocket money so rocket money used to be known as Truebill. it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills all in one place this is really important i literally had to call a company that will remain nameless because my bill went up like 90 bucks a month for no reason. So I had to call and be like, what is this? How did this happen? A penny saved is a penny earned. I don't know who said that, but it was somebody famous. You need to go ahead and you need to remember that it's important to save money. That th- those, are, those are after-tax dollars that you're saving. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions. And manage your expenses 
the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash Ross. That's rocketmoney.com slash Ross. Rocketmoney.com slash Ross. I believe the name you're looking for is Benjamin Franklin. I was just going to say, I'm, I'm proud of myself. I actually was going about to say, I think it was Ben Franklin, but I wasn't 100% sure. Number 11 is the Detroit Lions. It's a bummer they're not in the playoffs. It really is a bummer the Lions and Steelers aren't in the playoffs. Let's remember this, by the way. When people are saying, too many playoff teams, oh, they did the expansion, there's too many undeserving playoff teams. Let's remember that nobody would have complained one iota this year if there were eight playoff teams in each conference and if the Lions and the Steelers got in. Because I think there's a chance the NFL does that at some point. Everybody be like, oh, it's too many, it's too many. Nobody would have thought it was too many this year. Number 10 is Baltimore Ravens. So um, we'll see. Uh, it's not doesn't sound like it's a done deal yet that Lamar Jackson's definitely going to play, but I hope he does. It will certainly make that game a lot more entertaining and actually give the Ravens a chance to get after the Bengals. Um, I hope he does play, but it's been a while. I mean, even if he does play, how how effective will he be? How healthy is he? I don't know. Number nine is the Los Angeles Chargers. Interesting that pro football doc, Dr. Chow, thinks that Mike Williams will be good to go. I think he thinks it was just like back spasms and that that'll calm down during this week and that Mike Williams will be able to play Saturday night, which is gigantic, obviously. Chargers, as much of the season they've had, they have probably had the least amount of shift. They started the season at 10. Interesting. And we'll move forward. Number eight, the New York Giants. Where did I have them? You had the Giants at 26. Start season. Wow. Kudos to Brian Dayball. They got Barkley back healthy, which is a big question. And they got Daniel Jones to play better. And Brian Dayball did a heck of a job. That's That's awesome. That's coaching. Number seven is the Dallas Cowboys. Well, that was a disaster against the Commanders. I, I think reasonable minds can disagree whether that has any impact whatsoever on what happens on um, Monday night against the Bucks. Probably doesn't, but it also doesn't really inspire a whole lot of confidence. Number five is the Minnesota Vikings. Number five, Cincinnati Bengals. Did I skip Minnesota? Did we talk skip the Vikings at six, uh, yeah. Number six is the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, they've got to be the most disrespected. What's their record? 13 and four. The most disrespected 13 and four team ever. Now, there's only two years of 17 games, so that's like for sure probably. <laughs> but still, you know what I'm saying. They won 13 games. About a little respect. Just a little bit. little respect. Just a little bit. You know that song, Jack? Is that Aretha Franklin? Wow, that's good, Jack. I don't even know. I, I, I wouldn't even have known that. I was about to sing it. <laughs> R-E-S-P-E-C-T. That is what I have for Jack after that comment. All right, what do you got? Number five, Cincinnati Bengals. Feels like there's five teams that can win this whole thing. And, and we're starting right here. Feels like there's five teams that can win the whole thing. 
Bengals, Chiefs, Bills, Eagles, Niners. I'd be pretty surprised if it was anybody other than those five. Number four is Kansas City Chiefs. Well, they looked really good, really good against the Raiders. I could maybe even move them up more. I moved them up one spot. But I don't know that I'm necessarily putting them ahead of the Bills or the Eagles just based on one game. But they certainly looked really good against the Raiders. And so they they do feel good going into the postseason. Number three is Buffalo Bills. thought that was a pretty impressive win by the Bills. Now, I guess you could look at it and say, well, you know, they kind of had two kickoff returns for touchdowns, which don't happen very often, and blah, 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 which is fair. But they still got a win after a really tough week. They still got a win. I, I do know, talking with some people, there are people that are wondering if, after everything the Bills went through last week, if perhaps there'd be an emotional letdown against the Dolphins. You know, it's a Sunday 1 o'clock game. Will the fans be able to be at the same fevered pitch? Will the players? That's interesting. I I can see the Bills not coming out, firing on all cylinders in that game, and it being a a competitive game. Fun fact about the Bills and Chiefs, neither team left your top five this season. Ooh. And we will move forward to number two, the Philadelphia Eagles. Did the Eagles leave my top? They probably didn't start in my top five. They started they? seventh in your top. They were number seven for the first two weeks, and then they skyrocketed up to the top. Right. Yeah. They were number one for most of the year, obviously. Wasn't their best game against the Giants, but Hertz came back, proved he's healthy. That was the biggest thing. They weren't great in the red zone. Giants made a couple plays, but they won. They got the bye. They got their quarterback back, and they get to rest everybody this week with a bye, and hopefully Hurts will be even better, and maybe they get Lane Johnson back. Russ's number one team, which is totally meaningless, but it's fun and will get many of you incredibly annoyed, is... Once again, number one is the San Francisco 49ers. I don't think many people would disagree with that right now, right? I mean, they, they finished the year, what, have they won 10 games in a row? Something crazy like that. And yeah, they've won 10 games in a row. And none of it doesn't feel like many, if any, have even been close. They've been blowing people out. So kudos to the Niners. They deserve it. They earned it. Kudos to all of you as well for being with us all year for these power rankings. Tuesdays will be fun the next few weeks because I'll either get a cool, unique guest or we'll get to some of your email questions. So please. Send those in. Going to do college draft here shortly this morning and even money a little bit later this morning. Of course, you know you want to make sure you don't miss even money podcast. Uh, It's playoff time. Shout outs are always in order at the end of every Ross Tucker football podcast. How about myfrontpagestory.com? We're almost exactly a month out from Valentine's Day. The best Valentine's Day gift of all time. We got Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, HumanHeadNYC.com, SteakhouseSports.com, Go-Bangles.com, Evergreen Economics, Vision Comics with an X, BackOfficeScheduler.com. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.